research on that, but I'm just going to assume there are no other popular video game podcasts out there. Come to think of it, maybe we should start a YouTube channel for what I can only assume is a woefully underserved gaming audience that could really benefit from a little 2G1P. Two gamers, one podcast, eh? And now here are your MMORPG, aren't they hilarious hosts? Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg. everybody, I'm Jen. I'm Allie. And welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. One Podcast. Just one. It's this one. Yep, uh, you can't listen to two simultaneously. That would be very confusing. It would. You might be wondering who we are. We're just going to get it out of the way. We'll tell you who we are. Allie and I are performers. We, for many years, have been doing a show where we perform live on stage. We take the internet, we use it like a script, and we play different characters. It's called Blogologues. Through doing Blogologues, uh, we got interested in different online communities. We made a web series called Two Girls, One Show, which you can find on hoohaha.com. Hoo-ha. And hoo-ha-ha. Thank you uh, for always ejaculating always. when Jen says that, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> it's what happens whenever I say that word. You guys know Everyone. that reference. Does anyone know that reference? No. It's Al Pacino in uh, some movie, Scent what? of Money or something like that. It's a very famous line. All right. You know what, Matt? Hush up. Jen was speaking. (laughs) Thanks, Allie. So we made Two Girls, One Show in it. We did interviews with people behind the post and then on a lot of scripted adventures. And through doing that, we realized that the interviews were just pretty fun and badass and interesting. So we made Two Girls, One Podcast, and that's where we find ourselves at this moment. So we've caught you up. Matthew, you're allowed back in. Yeah. Welcome (laughs) back, Matt. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome. That's our producer. Yeah. There um, he is. Hey. There he is. Anywho. You can follow me have... on Twitter at Matt Silverman. Matt Shh. underscore Silverman. Thanks. Oh, man. I would he tell you to edit that out, but you're in charge of the edits. God damn it. <laughs> so upsetting. Anyway, today is going to be interesting. So we're going to be speaking to a gamer later. I know very little about games. I'm sorry. Please keep listening. Uh, So anyway, a lot of these games, they're multiplayer and you can form in this game in particular called guilds, but basically you can get together with large groups and we are speaking to a guild master. But the best part is we found this woman, uh, you know, on the internet as we do because Jen and I spend way too much time on the internet and she's, they call her nickname is grandma guild master. She's got grandchildren and she's not your typical gamer. And she runs this community of 150 people online. So I think it'll be really interesting to hear her perspective. I mean, we haven't met her yet, but I just have to say she could be cooler than Betty White. Betty White whoa, is our whoa, idol, whoa, just whoa, so you whoa, know. Whoa, whoa, That was some crazy fucking shit you just said. All right? I, that I'm I just sure pulled. Grandma Guildmaster is going to be awesome, but Betty? <laughs> Betty? It's like I don't even know you yeah, anymore. That's a high bar. That's I know, bar. I know. But those two words together, Grandma Guildmaster, just think about it, guys. It's blowing my mind. Um so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk I to think, her soon. I think I think Matt should edit that out, and we should pretend that you never uh, talked about I I, I never denigrated Betty. Queen Betty like that. I know, I know. I don't know if you, you guys. I was gonna say I don't know if you know this. If you know this, uh, there's something very wrong. I have a picture of Betty White in my bathroom that I look at every morning. <laughs> yeah, you you're gonna have to print that? Grandma Guildmaster and put it on your bathroom. I know, I know. <laughs> Anywho. Uh. 
Matt. Oh my gosh, Matthew. We get it. We get so, it. You had to prove yourself. Scent of um, Money? That's not a real movie. I don't think. Uh, did I say Scent of Money? Scent <laughs> of a Woman. Scent of a Woman? It's interchangeable to you, isn't it, Matt? Whoa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Women are whores. That's what just happened there. <sighs> anyway, so um, despite me already making this dirty, uh, this conversation probably won't be, which is exciting for us. I know we're always um, excited still when we don't get listen with your earphones, your your earphones in, right? Yep. <laughs> yes, um, headphones, headphones, something, you know. Don't listen yeah. out loud on speakers. So anyway, you know, yeah, what were you Yeah, say? well, I was just going to ask we're talking about grandmas. Yeah. <laughs> if we don't want to take the <laughs> conversation the in this direction, we don't have to, but I'm just curious, Allie or Matt, if if you ever had uh, like a grandma or an older person in your life who sort of like broke convention. Oh, we do, Jen. We very much have a story about this. All right. You lay it on us. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Jennifer Chiz and Kit. <gasps> Our fans. Oh, my gosh. I love them. They are so inspiring. Okay. So Jen and I have this web series, Two Girls, One Show. You can see it on Hoo Ha Ha. And in it, we don't look do it, at Matt. internet communities. <laughs> so, <laughs> Matt's just like chomping at the bit. I really Thank never want to say Thank you for having my that. back, Jennifer. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so in each episode, we find an online community. Ooh, uh, stop. Oh, my gosh. Guys, don't tune out. We promise. Can, we'll can get we rid of him. Can we tell our story now, Matthew? <laughs> can we tell our story about Chiz and Kit, the most delightful humans? Uh, I got news for you. You've already told it. <gasps> the what plot episode? thickens. <laughs> Really? You told this on a previous episode. It's a wonderful story. Please continue. But for, for longtime fans who, who memorize every word, uh, they you know Chiz and Kit. Okay. All right. So we'll do an abbreviated. So, okay. In, in the web series, we find it online community. We do a real unscripted interview with someone from that community, but then we go on scripted shenanigans. So when we were looking at the Sugar Baby community, Jen and I were then like, oh, shoot, now we need to cast 80-year-old men as our boyfriends. I do recall telling this now. Um, but anyway, <laughs> long story short, these fabulous men, they're in their 80s. They, um, they both worked at PBS together for many years. I think they've won Emmys. Um, and it was just really inspiring how, you know, one of them just fundraised for... I'm going to ruin it, but was, he's fundraising for a movie. I mean, they're, they taught themselves to edit. I mean, they're just really doing amazing, amazing work. Um, so shout out to Chiz and Kit. Oh, we miss you. Seriously, we if should, you're listening to this, let's hang. Them. Let's have we, some hangs. We could send this to them because unlike most people in their demographic, I am sure they understand podcasts. Yes. But it's inspiring well. in terms of like... You know, they say it gets harder and harder as you get older. And of course, things do get harder. But how much is that like us telling ourselves that it's getting harder versus like really endeavoring to always learn new things? I don't know. They were very inspiring. They are very inspiring. I'm a little concerned about myself because I'm a little slow on the uptake with technology and I need other people who feel more inspired to inspire me. Allie, I feel like you're particularly good at kind of like staying up on what's new and giving it a try. The new apps and things. Well, I like, think you it's like Snapchat. easy to say. Yeah. Back way oh, back well, when, when it first yeah, started. Yeah, it was just right? really fun to send fake porn. So I really enjoyed that process. <laughs> yeah, I should have been on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just feel like it's really easy to be like, uh, I can't do this versus just saying like, no, I'm going to figure it out. Like, even if it takes me a little longer than other people. But but I, I just feel like with social media, there's like fatigue where something comes out and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to get started on yet another medium. Right. Right. Yeah. You kind of have. You, but that's kind of like, a different I've, story. 
different story. But yeah, I, I feel that having to put some aside to take on new ones. Um, yeah. Well, Grandma Guildmaster. All right. Also, we're going to learn what a guildmaster is because do we know, Matt, what is a guildmaster? A guildmaster is a player in a game that sort of takes charge of other players, like uh, assigns them missions or quests or organizes social functions. Like you can go into a, an MMO, which, which is a massively multiplayer online game, MMORPG, role-playing game, um, and you can just, you know, wander around, kill monsters. Reminds me of health insurance. <laughs> HMO, PPO, I H- can't do these acronyms. Yeah, you got to sign up for MMORPG. PCP. And, uh, make sure your deductible is uh, squared away. <laughs> oh Reminds God. me of No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is, is an MM- MMO. Is that true? Uh, excitingly, No Man's Sky, as of this recording, is about to get a major update that will make it, hopefully, we don't know, it, it might be more like an MMO where players can interact. Uh, actually, the, the developer has said, yes, it will be a, a, a proper multiplayer game. Currently, as of this recording, it is not. But it, right, it that will was be. one of the big I'm, complaints, I'm right? Correct. Yeah, people were excited about going through the galaxy and meeting up on planets, and then the players discovered that they they couldn't actually do that. So um, this is a big change that's about to come. Uh, by the time this airs, No Man's Sky Next will be out, but um, not not as not as of this moment. I'm following it very closely, and people are very excited, but we also don't exactly know what's coming. Have we told you guys yet what game the Grandma Guildmaster is a Guildmaster? In, I don't no, think we've said we it. haven't hit it. It's Ultima Online Forever, so we'll learn about what that is too. Because I've no, forever. I've no idea. Forever, it'll be there after the robots take over. <laughs> oh, so God. I think the idea is that this game existed, was shut down, and then someone made it come back forever. Is that right, Matt? Uh, Ultima Online is a is one of the earlier uh, RP, uh, online. RPGs where you assume a character, you're playing with other players. It was very popular in the mid '90s and and early 2000s, but I believe it has undergone numerous updates and iterations. So, like the official version of the game is somehow different from the classic version. And I believe what our guest is uh, operating in is like a um, a throwback version, like a a separate server. Uh, that uh, feels more akin to the original version of the game as opposed to the current version. But I believe Ultima Online officially is is still supported by a developer. It's changed hands a few times. It's It's been owned by a few different parties, but it still operates as an active game and, and the community is very strong. Jen, what throwback do you want to have come back forever? Ooh, great question. I mean, currently um, the industry is just rebooting everything, so I guess right. that's already happening. But if you had to bring back something, I know you're like super into your 90s shit. What would you Scorts. bring back forever? Scorts, Scorts forever. Oh my God, I loved a good score. You love a good score. I think if we could That pull sounds off really gl- dirty, actually. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I um, love a good score. But I, I liked could- them. I liked Scorts. They're so, Rome- you know, they're so funny like what a fun concept it's like funny spork. functional you i know. know i just love a good portmanteau like wait let's create the new score you know what i mean like what other random <laughs> things could we combine into one thing like what about the <laughs> the sand doot it's a sandal and a boot you know what i mean <laughs> like you the you know like it's hot it's a, it's cold in the morning and then you rip off the front it becomes a sandal because it's a sand yeah, doot. i'm trying to figure well, what are the mechanics of a sand doot I, i'm having I'm trouble i'm working on a prototype it. matthew i'm working okay, on it all right all right send no, me the I, kickstarter link I'll, I'll support you 
great. I've Thank seen you. a sand dude. I've seen a sand dude. They have like a thick what? sole, but then like the toe is exposed, but then like it kind of like laces up. Oh, and covers those your are ankle. just ugly as shit. I know what you're yeah. talking about. I think about. that might be a sand Those shouldn't dude. exist. Those shouldn't exist. Okay. I'm talking about something that's full boot, full sandal, sand dude. <laughs> Portmanteaus forever. And you'll wear it with your skort <laughs> while using a spork to eat your salad that's also a little bit soupy. It's a, it's a soup. I lost in. everyone or, with the, the I salad soup. I'm, I'm with you. I'm I, in, lost in. you. I lost you. Yep. Uh, I got a, just a quick heads up. Like my daughter, she's five. She, I believe she owns a handful of skorts because they're just yes. w- really functional. She can yeah, play on the playground in a skirt because... You know, wait. Okay, well, to say actually, the functional is silly because, like, so are shorts, Matthew. <laughs> right, but I guess I. Well, what's the point of a skirt that you can wear a skirt, but you can also have yeah, so shorts underneath? When she There's goes no to point. a, a fucking black stupid. tie event at night, she can wear the <laughs> <Right>. skirt because <laughs> I know that's what's happening. You know what? See, there's a mullet of uh, garments of like yeah, bottom half garments. <laughs> yeah, like business in the front. I'm wearing a skirt, and then party in the back. They're just shorts. Ah! Yep. <laughs> This is very heartening, though, because I did think this was like a 90s thing. Turns out skorts, little kids just are always wearing skorts. Actually, it's pretty uh, gender neutral, too. I, I'm loving this idea, but I it think is? we need to translate no, it to adult. No, boys don't wear skorts. Boys could wear skorts. I think they, Have I don't you ever know. seen a boy wearing one, though? It's very gender fluid. I don't, I'm oh into it. Oh, my God. It. Let's talk about the romp him, which I fucking love. <laughs> is that something I want to meet a man like wearing a romp him. I want to meet a man wearing a rom-pim who's actually straight. <laughs> actually, that's just like the story of my life. Every man that I meet who's so fabulous and wonderful and good looking or wearing a rom-pim, gay man. <laughs> so in our ideal adult world, all the men are wearing rom-pims, all the women are in skorts or no, whatever. In the, in, no, in my ideal world, everyone is wearing a romper or a rom-pim. Got it. And the men have Can we describe this? It's just it's just a romper for guys. Is there any difference? Yeah, it's like a onesie for dudes. It's adorable. Okay. Question: Is there a snappy snap on it for the bathroom or no? I'm curious if they did that for men because they definitely don't do it for women. Wait. Oh, like a back door or a front door? <laughs> Either way. <laughs> I think I saw you- one wearing one at a bar last week. I think it looks. It almost looks like a shirts and shorts that are connected. It's Interesting. Not, yeah. Well, I'm sure there's I different styles. People who haven't gotten into onesies yet, like uh, like have worn them, I don't know if you fully understand that when you go to the bathroom in a onesie, you have to take off all of your clothes. It's very oh, awkward in public You got to get sex. naked in the stall. Yeah, it's hard because you're like sort of like care, like throwing over the top over your shoulder in a weird way, like trying not to touch anything. You know what I mean? Because you're like in a public restroom and you're naked now with your onesie. <laughs> yeah. Don't you uh, that, know what I'm talking that's, about? And that I know what you're talking okay. about. That's totally stupid and should be changed. But uh, I'll say at least you're in a private stall. Hopefully, I'm imagining a man who has to like remove his entire shirt just to urinal. pee at the urinal. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm pretty sure it has like a zipper and button. If it doesn't, that's a design flaw. That's and a flaw. I would never have such a flaw in my sandoots. <laughs> but listen, if they get a zipper and button, we need a zipper and button. We all need zippers and buttons. Equality. Well, some onesies <laughs> have zipper and buttons. Some female onesies have zipper and buttons. I'm thinking of one, uh, one of mine in particular that has a zipper and a button. Well, but personally, I think that, they're more comfortable brand. when they don't. That brand I got it in the <laughs> thrift store, so I, I'm not sure. <laughs> you think it, Why do you think it's more comfortable when it doesn't have that? Because if it's got the zipper and button, it means it's tight like pants, as opposed to just like loose drawstring situation, which is way more comfortable. 
Okay. All right. We've well, gotten anyway. way off from the Guildmaster, <laughs> and I think it riveting. might be time for trivia. <laughs> yeah, it's time for trivia, guys. Get ready. Yeah. Tri- tri- trivia time. Did anyone yeah. like Today's any trivia? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Give it to me. Oh, cool. that's it? Yeah, okay. that was it. Trivia time. That's all. Yeah, I do <laughs> like it. I like it. <laughs> I gotta remix so that like with like a dubstep beat or something. You know what's <laughs> funny? I think you are probably gonna do that, and I'm excited now. Trivia time. Trivia time. Cool. I just wanted to give you a little more to play with. Today's trivia is not about rompers, sadly. It is about MMORPGs. The topic of the day, as I explained. Health insurance. Okay, got it. Health insurance. Correct. Uh, no, of course, massively multiplayer online role-playing games or just MMOs in general. Uh, I'm going to read three facts about MMOs to you. Two of them are true, and one of them I totally made up. And you have to decide which one is not true. So again, two of these statements are true. But we don't know any facts about HMOs. <laughs> That's why it's... Well, right, because you guys are freelancers. You don't, you don't have corporate jobs. Yeah, I don't, you don't know, know anything, anything about, about HMOs. I could tell you about HMS Pinafore. Ah. A delightful also, Gilbert say, like, Sullivan musical. It is, it is <laughs> delightful. <laughs> um, I love this two truths and a lie take on trivia. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's a little little, little bit of a, of a switch here. Jen, it's called yeah. multiple choice. One's going to be yeah. true and the other's... <laughs> no, 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 no. It's two are true. Two of these are true. You're looking for the, for the fake one. Okay, okay, okay. I'm with yes. you. I'm with you. Three statements about MMOs. Uh, The first statement is, in EverQuest 2, which is another huge MMO of the late 90s, early 2000s, in EverQuest 2, you could order a pizza from Pizza Hut by typing slash pizza, and it would be delivered to your door while you keep playing. That's A. That's awesome. B, in World of Warcraft... A glitched spell became a virtual pandemic, which killed low-level players and caused many players to abandon densely populated cities because they didn't want the plague to spread. And this was so similar to a real biohazard that real epidemiologists were studying it in order to like guard against a real-world epidemic or terrorist attack. If that's, that's real, your brain is so fucked up. I mean, if that's not yeah, real, agreed. you just came up with that. Mm-hmm. Number uh, number C, letter C. Jack Gleason, uh, who you may not know by name, but he played the nefarious young king, King Joffrey on Game of Thrones. Uh, I'm sure you guys are at least familiar with his character. Uh, he is one of the richest players in the very complex space MMO EVE Online, and he was instrumental in developing the game's first Keep Star Citadel, which is like a Death Star in space, I- inside the game. So, boring. To, reca- <laughs> to recap, to recap, you have to choose. Two of these statements are true. One of them is false. A is that you could order a pizza in EverQuest. B is that a virtual plague in World of Warcraft was studied by real epidemiologists because it was so crazy and 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 important. Or C, King Joffrey is a super rich guy in the space uh, game Eve Online, and he developed a Death Star in the game. I know the first one is real. EverQuest. You, you know it's real. How do you know it's real? I know that because, well, I'm 90% sure because Pizza Hut and Domino's have this rivalry for becoming more like tech savvy or whatever. And one of them did all these campaigns where you could like tweet a pizza emoji. There were all these things where you could just like 
put a pizza emoji in it and pizza would be delivered to you. So that feels like it was real. Okay. Here's my trivia strategy. As you guys probably know, I listen to my gut and then I choose the opposite. (laughs) I would love for that to be real. But I think, Matt, can you clarify EverQuest 2? Was this something that happened in the 90s, this pizza thing? Or you can't tell us when it happened? No, I can say, uh, I'll give you the the sort of timestamp on the game. I think the original EverQuest was like early to mid 90s. I believe EverQuest 2 was like late 90s, early 2000s, similar to Ultima Online. So that's the time window you're working at. This is long before Twitter, long before Silicon Valley, or not before, long before Silicon Valley as we know it today, I would say. Okay, I'm going to say the pizza thing is false. I want it to be true, but I'm going to go with against my gut. Okay, so Jen is saying A. Uh, Ali, you're still deliberating here. You're choosing between B and C. Yeah, I think maybe the Game of Thrones character thing, I think maybe that is... Okay, so the one about the like epidemic, that feels insane to me, but it's sort of interesting with the Archeo gaming. I like the idea that maybe people were really studying how this played out in the game to figure out how it might happen and be prevented in real life. Um, so I'm going to go with the Game of Thrones guy doesn't have this gaming fortune. Okay, you're choosing C. Yeah. Uh, Jen goes with A, Allie goes with C. We will find out the correct fake answer after the break. And now the real description for Grandma's Georgia White Dirt. Another fantastic DIY would you bother product from the internet's 24-7 crochet superstore, Etsy.com. Grandma's White Dirt. It is the original Georgia White Dirt that your mama told you about years ago. We are offering well over a pound of this special Georgia clay for your satisfaction. Uh, Grandma's White Dirt is a dry, powdery clay with a crunchiness that resembles a... Button into a cashew? The aroma is akin to the fresh, dusty smell that will remind you of the clean fragrance of walking down a dusty dirt road in the summer heat. Just as a sprinkle of rain begins to fall. Uh, try Grandma's white dirt now. What is white dirt? Um, I was concerned that she's biting into it like a cashew. <laughs> no, don't do it, Grandma. I feel like don't you do shouldn't it. eat dirt. Don't eat dirt. PSA, just, don't eat dirt. Don't eat dirt, guys. Speaking of <sighs> dirt, give us the dirt, Matthew. Which one's false? Yeah. Today's trivia was about the history of MMOs. Two true statements about massively multiplayer online games. One, not true. Your choices were A, that in EverQuest 2 you could order a pizza by just typing slash pizza. B, there was a World of Warcraft glitch that became a viral epidemic that was then studied by epidemiologists. Or C, Jack Gleason, who played King Joffrey in Game of Thrones, is super rich in EVE Online and he built a giant space station. Uh, Ali, you picked C. Joffrey. And Jen, you went with A, pizza. Pizza. Although I feel like I it might it... be B, because how could an epidemic spread in a game? It's so confusing. 
And how could it be so real that epidemiologists need to study it? Yeah, I, I'm sticking with A, though. Sticking with my gut. I'll stick with, with C. Can, I'll stick with C. Okay. You can change. That's true of but, life. For all of you out there, you can change. <laughs> but I'm not going to. I'm going to stick to my guts. <laughs> all right. The correct answer, the false statement in these three is C. <gasps> King Joffrey. Allie, you are so glad it. I didn't change. You PSA, never, never change, change people. Never change. <laughs> That's also true. Never change. Allie, you're, you're really a trivia master. Ugh. Thank you. Thank yes. you. I'm a master. A gil, a trivia master, not a, a guild, guild master, master, but a master <laughs> nonetheless. <sighs> So uh, to answer your questions here, um, I believe the EverQuest two thing was a oh I said it in the in the in the answer here is a, is a partnership with Pizza Hut and it would like open up the Pizza Hut website and then you could put in your address I guess and get pizza delivered and the whole shtick was like don't stop playing just get your pizza delivered and yeah a little Jen, cumbersome but cool that for one its time when I told you that that it was true <laughs> but I, you didn't I, how did you know it was true well because you said they're doing all those pushes yeah i researched it at some point for something i was working on and pizza hut and domino's are constantly trying to rival each other as like a tech savvy pizza company so they did I, all I these told- campaigns where you could tweet emojis and stuff or instagram and in game and yeah yeah but I cool totally, that they were tech savvy back that back in the day, you know, talking like late nineties. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. totally no, Ali, I believe you. I totally believe you. Um, but I was thinking, yeah, it was like in the nineties, so maybe not. It's okay. I was just trying Although, to look out for you. Like you're only hurting know, yourself, you. you know what I'm saying? I know. Because yeah. I'm I'm generally not sure of any of my facts, but I was I was well, I guess I was pretty sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just to clarify, I might I might be misspeaking. I know EverQuest was '90s, but this EverQuest two might have been like 2004, 2005. Uh, I'll have to look that back up. But uh, but yeah, still early by by tech tech wizardry standards. Yeah. Um, and B the the World of Warcraft thing is really fascinating because it was not a uh, a thing that the developers planned. It was a glitch. So it was a as I understand it, it was some sort of spell that an enemy cast on you, and it was like oh like makes you weaker or susceptible to certain kinds of hits or something. And that was supposed to last a few seconds, but some glitch in the game made it last for a long time or, or sort of forever. And so you, your character was permanently weakened and also like pets in the game were also were able to like contract the disease. So if you got the disease and you moved into a city, you would infect the other players and those other players would become like permanently weakened. So like as the developers were trying to figure out how to solve the issue, players were like, shit, I got to like get out of the city to not infect my fellow players and guild mates and things like that. So like the landscape of the game changed because this unintended virus that nobody knew how to deal with was like infecting the whole world. And so actual scientists were like, whoa, this is actually what would happen in the real world if like we couldn't cure a disease. Let's take a look at what happened here. And eventually the developers patched it and, and fixed it like technically, but uh, it was like a, a case study that changed World of Warcraft uh, in, a, in a significant way. I found that pretty interesting. Man, yeah, that's, I, don't I mean, give, that is fascinating that it would play out yeah. that way in the game. What were you saying, Jen? I don't, I don't give video games enough credit. You can order pizza there. They can study it <laughs> to help save humanity. Like, really, I need to get, get into gaming. <laughs> and then uh, EVE Online is a really, really fascinating uh, MMO. It's, a, it's in space, so you are flying a spaceship and... It is like uh, the mo- it's like playing a spreadsheet. People say it's a highly technical. It's a player-driven economy. So everything that happens in the game is because the players do it. it there's not really a story or anything. And uh, 
there are these super rich players who have played just forever and ever and they have massive ships and they kind of there's like corporate espionage. So I read the story of like how a guy like worked his way up into a, a corporation, which is sort of like the guild of Eve and like, you know, gained the trust of their peers and then stole like tons of in-game money. And that like, like that's just part of the game. It's just how the game plays out. And so uh, building these giant citadels is part of the game. And like, there are celebrities who are like really into this, but um, King Joffrey is not one of them. I just, uh, that was made up. You just made that shit up. Made I also thought, you. again, like, if you made up that middle answer, there was something, like, really wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought those maybe not That's, true. You're, you're thinking thinking right? Yeah. Yeah. We learned I a lot about you, Matt, through this trivia. There's only a little bit wrong with you, Matt, but not that <laughs> That's much. That's what we've learned. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Let's it get into time. it. Everybody, we are thrilled to have with us right now Alyssa Schnug. She is a guild master of Ultima Online Forever. Welcome, Alyssa. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's a little hot here in Mississippi, though. That's what I've heard. Oh, my God. I wonder if it's hotter than New York. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. My hair is huge. <laughs> we feel you. So is mine, but that's true every day, no matter what the weather yeah. is. Yeah, that's default. How's that river? I hear you guys have a great river. It, it, it's a very large river. Yes, <laughs> it goes. Cool. It goes cool, like cool. all through the whole country. I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I've heard about this one. Awesome. So we have to apologize to you and to our Discord fans right off the bat because we're going to be asking a bunch of really dumb questions. That's okay. <laughs> to kick us off, but we need to get some background. So. We're curious to know a little bit about the history of Ultima Online. How is that different from Ultima Online Forever? Also, what is an MMO? <laughs> Can you give us some background? Sure. If you could um, just explain ult- it for the non-gamers. Gotcha, gotcha. Ultima Online um, came out, uh, and forgive me, I'm not an expert. So it, it was about 96, I think, 1996. Um, you know, the internet was kind of still just being huge. And... Um, this was one of the first MMOs, which is a multiplayer game where basically you're playing with people from all over the world. So that game came out and it went through different... Richard Garriott was the owner. Uh, gamers will know that name. Um, he's, he's known as Lord British and he's pretty big in the in the computer world. And he created this, this world, which was one of the first of its kind at that time. And I think it's even in the Guinness Book of World Records. But the game went through a lot of changes and... A lot of people preferred the classic version of when it first came out. And so people took the code from Ultima Online and created their own shards, uh, is what it's called, and basically a copy of the game. And that's what Ultima Online Forever is. It's a copy of the original Ultima Online. Um, and it's owned by um, an individual named Shane in Canada. And he um, ha- has his own server and he spends money. This is his job to create the server for people to play. And I think he's got about a thousand people on that, on that, on his chart. Excuse wow. Me. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> all right. So now we got some history. Yeah, I know. Um, so how long have you been playing this game? Well, um, before, uh, Shard and the original. Yeah. I started the original. Uh, uh, my son, who was 11 at the time, was playing and he kept telling me, mom, play, you know, play this game. And I, I'd never played games. I went, you know, Super Mario a little bit, you know, but I wasn't really a gamer. But he got me to do it. And, I, I, you know, I played on and off throughout the years and then played on different player shards throughout the years. And then I found this um, 
somebody emailed me and said, hey, there's a new shard opening up. And that was the Ultima Online Forever, which I'll just call UOF <laughs> to make it shorter from here. And that was about five and a half years ago. The shard's about five and a half years old. And I started a couple days after it launched, just over five years. And Guildmaster for five years? Almost. Almost. We started the guild, I'd say, yeah, you know, four or five months into into playing. Can you explain to our listeners what the guild, what guilds are? Guild is basically a bunch of people who just group up to play the game. You know, it makes playing the the game easier. It makes it playing more fun. Obviously, it's more always more fun to, to play with other people, uh, no matter what game you're doing. And um, my guild is the free city of Trinsic. Trinsic is a is a city, obviously, in in the game. And I am the governor. <laughs> And uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> I rule the city. And um, it was really by a- not accident, but it, a friend of mine who was playing with me said, "Hey, we should start a guild, you know, and and take part." There was a, a long long story. There was a, a side game in the game where towns could play against each other and, and war. And he said, well, "We should start one intrinsic." And I said, "Well, okay, I'll I'll do it." And never expected five year half years later and 150 members. <laughs> so it's been a lot of fun though. Wow. What is your badass name in this world? What's my last name? No, what's your badass name in the city of Trinsic? Oh, uh, Sky Wolfbane. That's, she has, that's badass. Yeah, she has blue hair. <laughs> How'd you choose Sky Wolfbane? I don't, you know, I'm a role player at heart. So role playing is, is a big part of, of a lot of these MMO type games. And so basically all that means is I like to be in the world, you know, and so I try not to talk about real world stuff while we're in the game. But most importantly, I'm a writer. And so I can write stories about my adventures in the game. And that's like a creative outlet for me because I'm a journalist and my writing can be very dry at times. You know, I cover city council meetings. So being able to write stories about my characters um, in the game is it's just kind of a fun outlet in writing for me. So um, that's so cool. I, anytime I make a character, I just gen, I just it's just natural for me to pick a role playing, and basically all that means is a real name versus I own your mom or you know. There's some really <laughs> I own funny your mom eighty three. Yeah, there's some yeah. really crazy names out there. Wait, so so you're basically creating almost fan fiction about the game. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, involving other characters and. Where are you publishing that? The Ultima Online um, Forever Forums, uh, uoforum.com. And there's a a place in there that people post stories for role play. So can you tell us a little more about the growth of the guild into the 150 members that it is? And so when they elected you governor, were you elected governor and then you built the guild? Or like, was the guild kind of forming and then you were elected? Like, how does that work? Uh, um, I was, I formed the guild and at the time I made my character as mayor because it was a city-based guild and I do work uh, in my job with, you know, city council meetings, you know, so I'm pretty familiar on how they run. So I figured we needed some sort of city structure and so I made my character mayor and then um, Richard Garriott, who I mentioned before, visited the Shard. And I tweeted him and I kind of explained to him who I was and, and my about my guild. And I said, can you declare Trinsic a free state? <laughs> I know it doesn't make a whole lot of sense unless you know the story of Ultima Online. But Richard Gary did that. He came into the game and he visited. He was promoting his new game. And he um, 
just came out with, and I declare Trinzic a free state. Well, once we became a free state, the the members decided that I should be governor instead of mayor. And so that was that. <laughs> just to wow. back up, wait, that's the creator of the game? Is that right? The original creator of Ultima Online, yes. He's working on another game now, Shroud of the Avatar. So it's kind of like God came down and visited and declared you a free state. Is that correct? Yes. For UO players, yes. That's exactly what it was. It was was cool. That's so cool, too, that he went into the shard. So you're a kind of, you're you're a little bit like an an agent of God. You're like an angel, a ministering angel, kind of, you know? I well, It's like God know. came down. Yeah, I don't know about all that. But it's okay. You can, <laughs> there are you days, can be, maybe. You can be humble about it. Yeah, there are days, yeah. maybe. <laughs> okay, a so profit. then... A profit. A profit. Yeah, you're, yeah, totally that's a profit. That's the word. That's the that, word. That's what we were looking for. <laughs> you're, you're, you're Moses. You're Moses. Um, so... Can you tell us a little bit more about how you parted the seas and led your people to um, this free state? Um, well, she tweeted. It, it, it only takes a tweet, guys. Yeah, it only takes a tweet. <laughs> now, um, you know, we just offered, I think, you know, I'm 50 years old. And, and the, the, the idea with this article was that I'm not the typical gamer. You know, and a lot of people are not typical gamers. And you think of them with the beards and the basements, you know. And I, I think my age and um, just, uh, you know, I've raised children. I've, I've, you know, I speak to people all the time. And I, I think my patience helps in, in running a guild like this because you really need a lot of patience. <laughs> um, but I created a place for the regular kind of person, the casual gamer, the people with families. You know, they can't game 24 hours a day. They don't want to hear people you know, in voice chat, talking about stuff that we talked about in middle school. You know, they want a more mature, relaxed gaming place. And and so that's what I wanted our guild to be. And so I just promoted it as that. And it doesn't take very long for, for word to spread. And so um, people looking for that kind of gaming style just naturally. And of course, you know, we just like anything else, we advertise. We put little advertisements up on our forums and, and in our Discord server. Uh, but a lot of it's word of mouth, and I think it's just because we have a really great group of people. Where it's just fun, but it's not like we don't expect you every night to be on, and you got to be in voice chat twenty four seven. We know you got kids running around. We're not, you know, it's it's not mm-hmm. that crazy gamer lifestyle. It's just so many of our members are thirties, forties. I'm not even the oldest one, so they just wanted that more mature atmosphere, and that's what I promoted. If that answers. Alyssa, for you personally, uh, if you're willing to share, because this is more for the casual gamer, over time, how did how did you start to get into this? I know you mentioned, you know, 96 was around the time your son was playing. But, you know, since you said, like, it, you're not the typical gamer, I think we tend to think of people who are just like killing time on these things, not wanting to interact socially with others. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of uh, kept stoking your want to play this game over this long period of time? Well, when I first was playing, um, the interaction or the sharing with my son um, was a big draw for me because, you know, as he started getting a little bit older, you know, parents have a really hard time relating to their teenagers. So when nothing else was relatable, we had UO. And so we could sit, you know, and talk about, you know, killing liches and which are big, ugly, undead things and, you know, big dragons and, hey, I got five points in taming over the weekend. And so there was always communication between us. And that was super cool. And I had two daughters. They played a little bit, not as much as he did. And he still does play 
Um, but he plays other things too. He, he is a typical gamer. (laughs) So he jumps around games, but he comes back to UO too pretty often. But, uh, that, and I, at the time I was a single mom, I had three small children. I couldn't go out every night. And so this was a, it was a social outlet for me at, at the time, you know, when I, I couldn't really go out much. And now it, um, since with, the guild. I, I babysit my grandkids a lot. You might hear one in the background. Um, <laughs> I just heard it. <laughs> we're getting him. Yeah. I'm getting him to farm gold for me soon in a couple of years. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Put the kids to work. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah so basically, now I'm at a point in my life too where I'm not going out to bars every night or anything like that. And I do. I watch my granddaughters quite a bit because they're my daughter works a lot, and so it's kind of come full circle. Very similar to what kept me in the game in 96, 97 is what's kind of keeping me in the game now. And of course, the responsibility of this guild, which, you know, people really enjoy being a part of. So, so you were saying that's really interesting about the single mom part and, you know, the kids are sleeping, but needing a social outlet. Did you find other single moms? Like, is there a community of single mothers playing the game? There was. Yeah. At that time. Um, and and I don't I don't find them as much now, um, but I do find other women my age, uh, grandmothers. We have a couple of them in the guild. So I don't know if it was just the single mothers of back then, like myself, are now have aged and now we're grandmothers. But I'm sure they're still they're still out there. Um, there was a lot of married women who maybe weren't particularly happy. Oh, <laughs> that's a whole other side of MMOs. Yeah, you have people hook up in games. I've seen marriages destroyed, literally. Really? Because somebody met somebody in game and, and they fell in love and they went and, you know, be with that person and then wound up, you know, the other people got divorced. Yeah, I mean, it's... <gasps> oh, my God. It, it can get very dramatic. <laughs> wow. Wait, but do the, do the game players end up together? Uh, like, does sometimes. it work out? They meet, they meet in the game and they leave their... Yeah. Wow. I, I, have, I know. I got to get on this Scandals. game. I know. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, I fuck did. online dating. We're just gonna play games. We're gonna play Ultima. <laughs> back in back in yeah. my youth, I did date a couple people that I met online. You know, met them in person, and and the ones that lived fairly close by never worked out for me. Hold on, they they were they were dating the mayor at the time. No, the I mayor. was not the mayor at the time. You. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> wow. I, back in my twenties or whatever when I first started playing. Yeah, yeah. But okay. uh, I, then you have to hold a press yeah. conference because you fucked everyone in the yeah, village. Yeah. It gets it's, awkward. It very awkward. We we used to joke is on UOF. Whenever I recruit somebody, I would have them come back to my my house in the game. And <laughs> oh, so man. there was that you know, oh uh, you know, Sky's taking you back to her house. You know, recruiting <laughs> another person. It's kind of that joke, but so I, I'm not I'm not so familiar with these games. Like how so basically, you can have conversations in yeah. the game and just really get to know yeah. people in that way, and then they decide to meet up in yeah. their life. And this was, I mean, we had... So it's like a game slash chat room. I know uh, two or three couples who have met in on the game and are married and have children now. What? Yeah. Wow. Guys, this is the and best And do they all secret. play the game as a family? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Allie and Jen put down Tinder for a week yeah. and just play yeah, just the the and report back. <laughs> yeah. Report back on your, are there, on your exploit. Are there any eligible young you know. village men? <laughs> <laughs> you could hook us up with. Oh, I'm not sure. There's, there's plenty now. I mean, young. Yeah, I mean, would you play matchmaker? Sure, sure. Can we all come back to your house? Okay, you come, I'll take you to the room. <laughs> the special room. Excellent. Are there the no, room? What's the special uh, room? No, I'm just joking. Um, are there farms there? Jen's looking for a farm. There is farms. farms in the game. There, there are farms, and Jen, I think yeah. you could hang out in that virtual farm. Yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna hang in a virtual farm for the next. <laughs> There's, there's like lumberjacks yeah, well, we'll and blacksmiths, you know, 
burly, big burly. Oh my God. Kinda, yeah. This is the, the sexual landscape of my dreams. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, being a woman, too. And that's why so many men um, pretend they're females on these type of games. Um, because they'll get free stuff just for pretending they're a girl. Because, you know, some... Yeah, well, what? you know, some guys, some of the typical game, I don't want to insult people, but, you know, the stereotypical, you know, may be a little lonely or, you know, not have the greatest social skills in real life, but online, they feel pretty powerful. So, you know, that that's kind of their social life. So anybody who acts like a girl or has a female character can sometimes, in fact, we, there was a guy on the, on our shard, UOF, who did this big experiment. He, he pretended he was a female and even changed his voice, would get into a Discord voice chat and, and sound like a female and really went through great hoops. And, and unfortunately, one person, I think in particular, really kind of fell for him, her, and got their, you know, really got hurt over it. But after this was all said and done, he, he wrote this huge blog about his experience and how women are treated differently online and in gaming and how easy it was to fool people. And it was... It was, it was pretty interesting. Wow. Hey, what kind of free stuff can you get? Oh, yeah. You know, stuff in game, you know, gold and diff- clothes. Turnips. 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 Horses. Sure. Farmers. Sure. <laughs> and I actually, That's uh, crazy. Alyssa, I, have a, I have a quick question just yep. on that note. The, the game is persistent and it has a, a, a player-driven economy, meaning every all the actions that players take affect like the value of items and the value yes. of gold. Am I understanding things correctly? Yes. So in-game, in-game money and in-game items have actual value. They're not just kind of like farmed or come into existence. They, they truly have, mo- uh, what do you call it? Economic value. Economic value, value right? in, in the game. You mean? In the game. Yeah. There, are, there have been games where people have actually sold game items for cash that's very illegal in um it was illegal in uo and it's illegal in on on our shard too for people to do that but people have done it in, in a lot of the mmos they'll actually sell like a castle in the game for like 500 dollars in cash in real life it's crazy what <laughs> but people do it yeah people do it that is silly just, just, that is very yeah. silly just to be clear we couldn't take the gold to trader joe's it wouldn't no work okay no. <laughs> okay cool all right well jen if you sold your in-game gold for real cash then, then yeah. i should go to trader okay. don't tell anybody uh-huh. <laughs> i got it i got it <laughs> speaking of some of the gender issues in the game i wanted to know how many guild masters are there and how many are women and how many are grandmas um you mean just on uof um any statistics you'd like to share but i'm curious the breakdown male versus female yeah i, I don't know about the Ultima Online, um, as far as the original game that's that's owned by, I don't even know who they're owned by now. <laughs> when I was playing it, uh, you know, 10 years ago or so, um, there was definitely more more men. And that's still true today, even on UOF. There's definitely more men than, than females. Uh, and, and on UOF, I'm seeing that there's actually quite a few female guild leaders and... I think it's, I think it might just be due to a, a woman's natural ability to be kind of caring and and patient and and being able to multitask, you know, um, that that makes us, I don't know, makes us good guild leaders. I know that might make men mad. I don't. <laughs> 
edit all the Whatever, bits. make them mad. They've been yeah. making me mad for a long time. Yeah, but it depends too on <laughs> on the type of guild. So if you're a hardcore PV or PK guild, and that means people people killer, so or player killer, so you're you know you run a guild that you're going around just killing everybody. Uh, a, a dude's probably going to be running that show a little bit better now. I'm sure there's been some female guild leaders out there running PK guilds, and but I just don't, you know, I haven't been a part of that, so I don't know. But if you're running like kind of that casual, more the PVM, which is, or PV, you know, basically monsters, you know, hunting, then you'll see more of the, the female guild leaders for that type of a guild, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So speaking of what you were saying with women potentially being more caring and things like that, I know you. What the way we found you is we found this really fascinating article about your role as a guild master and about the community you formed and how people really reach out to you at all hours with different issues. So we were wondering if you could talk about some of the things that come up that you deal with as a guild master. So, you know, there's all there's game stuff, game related issues, uh, you know, somebody got mad at somebody else in the, you know, the member and I have to kind of mediate that, that sort of thing a lot. Uh, but not too often. We have a pretty good group of people. Um, we don't have a lot of drama, which is, which is great. Cause I'm, I'm too old for that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but you know, on a personal note, you know, I, I've dealt, I was, you know, dealt with, I mean, it's just talking to people and they and you become friends with them. So, you know, we've had some, I've had some serious situations, you know, someone who was, very, very drunk and very upset and talked, you know, maybe about life being hopeless and, you know, and so I stayed online and, and talked to them until they passed out, you know, and, but then, you know, there's been, like I said earlier, great things, you know, somebody having a baby or a grandbaby and, and sharing their photographs with me and, um, you know, many of them become Facebook friends and so I get to kind of learn more about them as a, as a person, not just a, a player. Um, you know, one of our members, Actually, he's no longer playing, but he he lost two sons to suicide, you know, in in like a year. And so there was a lot of heavy conversations, but, I, you know, I just provided a shoulder, you know. And then the other part is just learning about different places in the world. I've I've got members in Australia, New Zealand, the Philippines, Turkey, Canada, the UK, you know, Brazil, we, we have a guild, you know, we have alliances where, you know, three or four guilds kind of join under an umbrella and they call it an alliance. And one of our alliance guilds is, is all Brazilians, you know, and that's been, that's been a lot of fun. Um, we use like translators in discord, uh, so that we could talk to each other, but I don't really travel very much. And so it's really been a way for me to learn a lot about the world. And, um, that's been, been really neat too. There's a translation thing in discord. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that either. Yeah. That's crazy. It's one of the bots that you can put in. Oh, okay. That's really cool. Have there been any opportunities to meet some of these people in person, like just really face-to-face? Um, not from, like I said, about years ago. I've, I've met a couple of people, but not since I've been on Ultima uh, UOF. And we've talked about it, you know, but now we're, you know, a lot of us have families and, you know, it's a little bit harder to just plan that. Now, I know a bunch of people are, planning on going to Twitch, TwitchCom, I think, in October. And so there, that'll be an opportunity, I think, for some some of the UOF players to meet each other. And we've discussed doing a um, City of Trinsic meetup, but, you know, it's it's hard to coordinate all that. 
but it'd be cool. I would love it. I mean, I, I met, um, you know, like I said, a couple of guys I'd go out with here and there. And then um, I had a friend that we were friends for many, many, many years. And, and I was uh, actually uh, best man at his wedding. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> so, quote, best man. Wait, so, and, and you met in the game? Yes, we met years ago in the game. And we just, we were just friends. He was much younger than I am, but um, we just clicked as, as a friendship. And then, um, you know, met and, and several times. Um, and then um, I had dinner with a guy, you know, one, one of the, my old guild members was... Uh, wait, 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 let's go back to the best man thing. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so you met in the game, and then you met in real life, and you became friends, mm-hmm. and then he was like, be my best lady, and you went to his wedding, and, and what was your speech like? Oh. You were like, hey, we met in the game. Are you guys still friends? Well, <laughs> that's kind of a long story. Got complicated. Yeah, you, you know. Oh man, I want to know this. Well, one. you know, he got married, and and uh, <laughs> some women might feel a little threatened by another woman who's been friends with their husband for ten plus years, and I think that that became an issue, and so you know, they're they're they were husband and wife, and and so I just you know. Yeah, that got is it. really sad, <laughs> yeah. and I wish that women would not be taught to be so competitive with each I know. other. I know, but uh, yeah, I mean, anywho, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, it ha- it's been quite some time, but I have met several people, and it's always very cool. I mean, even the people I dated, and it didn't work out. It was still cool meeting meeting people that way, and it's really no different than you know going to some bar and and some stranger asking you for you know for your number, so. Wait, wait, wait. So how many dudes have you, how many boyfriends have you had from the game? <laughs> now, remember, this is very long ago, okay? So um, I think maybe four, something like that. Cool, think, cool. Yeah. But a, <laughs> but a lot of friends, a lot of, a lot of great friends. That I have yeah. one friend, uh, Stephen, who lives in Ohio, and we've been friends for like 15 years. We have not met yet, and, and, and I need to do that, but... Shout out to Stephen from Ohio. Yeah, Stephen, and he's my Woo-woo. he's my uh, co GM. Actually, he helps me out a lot, and uh, he sends me Chris- cookies at Christmas time. He's just a great guy, and I mean, he's one of my best friends, and, and we've never met, you know. And so, well, we Alyssa, we we've got a surprise for you. Check under your seat. <laughs> There are plane tickets to Chicago Ohio. or to Ohio. Ohio. No. Oh my God! I, I thought you were going to say Stephen is under her chair. Yeah. <laughs> I found them. They're right here. Thank you so much. <laughs> we, we are we're a very low budget show. Yeah, I wish I we could do that for you. Yeah, I was going to say, what the hell? She gets plane tickets. Where's our Trader Joe's gift card, Matt? <laughs> I know. Where's our Trader Joe's <laughs> gift cards, Matthew? I want to hear about a day in the life of a guild master because it sounds like you have seamlessly blended being on this game and your real life and your creative interests has sort of, you know, gone between your reporting and being in the game. So like, what are you, how, how does every day as a guild master, what sort of responsibilities are you facing? Uh, A lot. It's, you know, some points now I've gotten to the point where I have some really great uh, members who have helped take some of the, you know, uh, responsibilities and without them, I don't know what I would do, but um, you know, I wake up early. The first thing I do, you know, get my cup of coffee and, sit down and check discord and sometimes there's a gazillion messages waiting for me sometimes it's you know bad not bad news you know horrible news but you know somebody did something and killed somebody and they had to be kicked out of the guild sometimes it's just questions wait what what <laughs> not in real life <laughs> and in the game in the game we in have the a game. rule if you're, you can you can't kill other guild members so yeah mm, but you can kill people outside of your guild sure uh, yeah. Okay. But if you kill your own guild member, you're out of the guild. You're out of the guild. Unless it was an accident. Why would somebody kill 
Oh my god. People get Okay, why would you kill a fellow guild? Oh, you know, they're they're what? let's say they're uh, they run into each other and they're both they're both trying to kill the same the same dragon. And uh, mm. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I laughed because as I'm thinking about it, I realize how silly it sounds. But this is serious stuff. Yeah. If you <laughs> if you kill somebody's dragon and and loot it, you know that other guy might be like, you know, yo, dude, that was my kill, and they get into a fight, and then they attack each other, and then I have to kick them out. <laughs> yeah, it's the same reason you you would kill someone in you real life. Stop. You want their stuff. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see exactly. what the confusion is. What's the problem? So then, right. you know, then I go to work and um, I'll have Discord because of my job. I'm on, on. I'm on the internet pretty much all day. So you know, I keep Discord up, and so every once in a while, things will bleep through. And there's been times where I'm working on a deadline. You know, I've got some major drama going on on my Discord, and you know, I'm missing deadlines because of it. And at some point in time, I just have to turn the Discord off. But uh, most, that's not every day. In most days, it's just chit chatting, which I enjoy doing. And then uh, come home at night, you know, do some work, eat some dinner, and then I try to get on the game. And usually, um, a lot of times I have to recruit people. So like I said, I'll meet with them, talk to them, get them in the guild. I keep a spreadsheet of all my members. And so I add them on the spreadsheet. And then if I'm lucky, I actually get to play for a little bit. But sometimes that's... uh, doesn't happen all that often actually these days do you set up outings with other yeah, guild members yeah. you know we try to hold um events particularly on the weekend um you know where we try to get everybody involved and, and those are some of the bigger end game type activities um that you need a bunch of people to do so that's a you know a good time to do those i was gonna ask what are what's the hourly commitment would you say uh daily daily um two to three hours oh okay yeah now on the weekend I- it's more but mm-hmm. I would say... How much is it on the weekend? Um, I'd say probably about five five hours. Sometimes sometimes. Are your, more. Are your kids and grandkids ever like, Mom, get, stop playing video games. Yeah. You, need to, you need to come upstairs. <laughs> when, they, when my kids were younger, um, sometimes, you know, sometimes it, that game, you know. But because they all played, they kind of understood it. And now they're just so used to that being a part of my life. You know, that they don't really say, but they'll jokingly be like, you're such a geek, you know, you're such a nerd. And, uh, you know, my kids telling me this is kind of funny, but they get it now. (laughs) They understand, you know, but uh, I've really tried, you know, I, I, when my kids were little, I I played at at night, you know, I, I wasn't one of those players that my kids are starving and running around in dirty diapers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you have to know, you know, you gotta. You're a savage. Yeah. Yeah, get your own food. Go milk the cow. There are Cheerios upstairs. You're fine. No. I have a quick, uh, quick question, Alyssa. Are guilds? Um, is that a mechanic built into the game itself, yes. or are guilds like a phenomenon that players created? No, it, um, it was built. I think Richard Garriott. I can't speak for like WoW, but that came after UO. Um, but you know, UO was was kind of the model for a lot of the following MMOs. But um, I think when Richard Garriott designed UO, I, I, I feel like he wanted that aspect of people playing together. You know, and so being in a guild, I think, was always part of, of the game. And so, so, you know, you have like a gump and you click on the person, you know, invite this person to your guild. And so everybody in your guild is green to you. Mm, I see. And um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's a mechanic, um, as, is, as are the alliances where you can link, you know, several guilds together if you want. Cool. 
Very cool. And for our for our non-gamer listeners, WoW is World of Warcraft, which is uh, the, the the big MMO that kind of put MMOs on the map, unless you uh, disagree with it. <laughs> I think that UO put them on the map, and then WoW just took them off the map. You know, I mean, it exploded it. Uh, right. Ma- yeah, m- yeah. Mainstream, right? Could you take a vacation if you wanted to? Like, could Steven step up and you could take a vacation? Or do you always have to be available? Um, no, I, I'm sure I could. I feel, because I'm a little bit of a control freak, I feel like I would probably think, oh, my God, I can't go on this vacation. I have, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it's almost like running a business. You know, you, there's that fear. Uh, it's all going to fall apart if I'm not there. But in reality, I was sick, you know, I think um, last month sometime, nothing major, but I was kind of down for a few days and, you know, surprising, everything was okay. So yes, I could take a vacation, but I probably would worry while I was gone. (laughs) Well, as we wrap up, we just wanted to know, do you have any closing thoughts for us on online versus offline community? Um, The... The online communities um, are, are real. You know, they're they're just as real as as a community. If you have a you know a community group that you go, you know, a book club or, or or any kind of club that you might join in person. Yes, you're you're not necessarily seeing that person every day, but it's still people behind those characters, and that comes out. You know, in a, in a multi people come out, their personalities come out, and. People are people, and we like to be included in things. And, you know, you can form some amazing bonds and and friendships on an online. You do have to realize that this can't be your whole life, and it's important to be outside and and get some fresh air and meet people out out in the public. That's very important. But this could be a great hobby, and it doesn't have to take up your whole life. I don't not go places because I might have something to do with a guild, you know, I reschedule or whatever, because, you know, your family in real life has to come first, but these are real friendships. And, and if one of these people called me and said, Hey, I need you to come fly out here and, and dog sit for me. I'd be there in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Because we've, we've gotten so close over, over the years. So we're not all geeks maybe a little bit. <laughs> um, it's just a, it's just a cool way to spend some downtime instead of just sitting in front of the TV all day. You know, it's, it's just more fun. All right, Alyssa. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure to hear about uh, you being a guild master. Sky Wolf Bane. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and we'll be joining soon so we can meet our future husbands. Okay, cool. Um, we get you set yeah. up. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Well, that was delightful, um, obviously. I was really struck by just sort of like how reasonable... Like it's it's a ho- it, first of all an amazing hobby that she's had for almost two decades, <laughs> but the way she's like incorporated it into her life in such a reasonable way that it's like you know kind of taking a little bit of time every day. It's just again like not what you would think of of somebody who's gaming and doing these like long spurts for entire weekends. <laughs> like it truly. Is I mean, a the only thing that's unreasonable is uh, people killing each other in the guild. I don't think they should do that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like if I stole your dragon, would you murder me? I don't think I could, Allie. But you know, I'm not. I'm sorry, You're not listeners. Sure? I'm not super. You're not, I'm not fucking super in, sure. I know. I I'm not into gaming. <laughs> also, I wouldn't steal your dragon. 
I know you wouldn't. I mean, would you be comfortable killing somebody in a video game? Oh, no. It's just so weird. I don't want to murder Matt, anyone. Matt, do you do that? Matt? Of course. You Matt, you're a murderer. You you're are a Matt the murderer. <laughs> you know, I, I don't. It's uh, I don't play really any multiplayer games. I'm not. I'm not a multiplayer gamer, so I don't. I don't interact with other real players and kill or hurt them. Um, but that's just because I play different kinds of games. But as a gamer, it's like you're competing for resources. Ultima is fascinating to I'm me because you can. Just <laughs> kidding. But you can join up and work together, or like Ultima is like known. It's famous for this vicious player versus player PvP yeah. culture where if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time and you're like just started the game, you're like, oh, what's this game? I'm just gonna check it out. Bam, you're murdered. Like that's Ultima's MO, at least in the early days. And it was very vicious place. So you might not survive so that, that, to be in the guild. Sounds, yeah, that seems like it would be hard to join as a newbie. Yes, I believe from what I've been reading, it was a very difficult game to start if you were not fluent in the uh, in the culture. And you don't die forever. I think you you die, but you like lose all the stuff that you've accumulated. So let's say you've been playing for three hours, you got a pretty reasonable sword. Now you're like getting the hang of the game, and then bam, you're killed, and they steal that your stuff, sucks. and then you start from the beginning. Like yeah, stuff. I think there should be more of a tutorial situation. Maybe yeah. that's what Alyssa does, like in the in, when she takes you to her home. Maybe you, I don't oh, yeah, know. We maybe didn't you get even ask what goes down in her home. <laughs> we'll leave it up to our imaginations. I don't know. It's obviously <laughs> sex. It's obviously. I think you it's know, so I, badass too. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, what were you saying? What were you she saying? She said she's, she's, she was mayor. Then she became governor. And I, I just love this parallel that it has with her real life as a reporter, like covering what's going on in the city that she could use that knowledge, then bring it into this. And, and she's yeah, kind she's, of like the perfect person to be doing this. She's got a real and an online city. Yes, she My does. favorite part was that it was something that she could bond with her teenage kids over. Ugh, I love that. I love that. If my mom had played Sonic the Hedgehog when I was a 13-year-old. <laughs> Jen, did you play so Sonic the Hedgehog? My brother is that, has... Is that a video game? <laughs> I just yeah. thought it was a cartoon. No. Oh, man. Major video Oof. game. It, I know. <laughs> Matt, are Matt you really upset family? right now? <laughs> I had to leave. I had to leave. Well, and, you know what? Back. We've discussed Sonic is one of the major uh, subjects of fan fiction porn. Fan fiction. Yeah. Which is fucked yeah. up, guys, because he's a hedgehog. Dirty fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> is there yeah, any no, other he guy? is. He's one of the most popular <laughs> subjects for dirty fan fiction. Yeah. Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog. No, when I was a kid, I played Sonic, I played Mortal Kombat, and then we had a Nintendo, so I, I did all the Marios and uh, Contra and Zelda. Um, Damn, Jen's hardcore. Jen played <laughs> Contra? Contra is one of the hardest games ever. I've never Actually, even heard okay, of it. In Contra, you hardcore kill people. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. like, yeah, he has a machine gun. I mean, it's basically like so Rambo. So you are a murderer. <laughs> I used to be. I used to be. And then- um, And then you reformed. Then I saw the Blind Melon B Girl song, and I just became a peace loving. <laughs> now you, is that you know what happened? History. Yeah, that, Jen, that is what I think happened. that you should start your own game, and it, it should be called Far Farmville. <laughs> that exists, Alex. I, I know. Taken. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Does it? Does it already exist? Do you, do you think you should put this on Facebook? Maybe you should try Guys, Facebook. What the f is Farmville? Like, I never played it. Did you guys play it on Facebook? Oh my is god, video Jen, you like make what? a fucking farm. You should have created Farmville. <laughs> I should have. I missed the boat. I should have been the okay, guild master you of Farmville. The boat. What would Monday your guild day. master name be? Go. Oh, there you go. 
on Farmville? Yeah. <laughs> it, it would be um, Sunflower Duck Face. <laughs> wow. That was That's nice. That's good because and, it's like it's agricultural, so but it's also time. like social it's, media. It's yeah. also social. <laughs> Do you really like it? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Cool. All right. How, it's how very about you, good, Ali? but well, also made me cringe. You know what I mean? I know. Sunflower I like any, duck any face. good name. Um, what would your guild master name be in either Ultima Online or Farmville Alley? I'll leave it up to you. I mean, I think I'm going to stick with Bacon Smile, which we determined was also my brony <laughs> name. By the way, I was in, I, I just, I hate myself for saying this sentence, but I was in Instagram looking at the GIFs. <laughs> Shoot me now. And uh, there was there was a Bacon Smile as one of the GIFs. And you didn't uh. send it to me? I, I couldn't figure out how to do it. I should have screenshotted at least, but it was like two egg eyes and a bacon smile. So I'm Yeah. Just, and have we decided that it's GIF or JIF? Because I don't know. I don't know. Whenever it's, I say GIF, I think about, about peanut butter. Yeah, I like peanut butter. Mm, I like <laughs> crunchy peanut butter. That's the best. Crunchy GIFs. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crunchy GIFs uh, with bacon. With bacon. I am so fascinated that there are all of these atypical people, though, playing this game. And I have to wonder, you know, she's obviously worked to get these sorts, like these types of people, I think, are attracted to the casual video game player in this guild. But I wonder how common it is that, you know, we're just not what you typically think of as gamers, like being a part of a game like this. I don't know, Matt, you're not a typical gamer. Well, I think the stereotype of the the, the bearded uh, guy in the basement is a very tired trope. I mean, games are whoa, just... Whoa, 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 whoa. Jen loves beards. Stay, hush no, yourself, no, oh, Matthew. Sh- no, no. And Allie no, loves no basements, disrespect. Matt. <laughs> Wait, what'd you... <laughs> yeah, 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 I do. Love a good basement. <laughs> yeah, shit goes down in the basement. I think we're referring to you remember to that fucked up video to. we made in a basement? You remember that oh video? Oh, my god! Fifty Shades of Milk. I loved that so much. I know, I know. Why is the milk jug emoji not a stand-in for boobs? Where the eggplant is, you know, and the tacos, you know. Let's make this happen. Well, there is no milk jug. Are you sure there's not a milk jug emoji? We might be talking to an emoji creator pretty soon on the podcast so we could ask her about this. We're going to get that. You guys tell us what emojis you want to see. Yeah, we'll get them made for you. There's no dinosaur emoji. Which I don't know if that's been remedied, mm. but like, how could you have no dinosaurs? It went extinct. There's Matt. definitely a drip. Yeah, yeah. Matt, yeah, come on. <laughs> Get with the times. Get with it. <laughs> that was a million uh, years but ago. But I think there, there is a dragon or a dinosaur. I'm not sure. I believe sure. a dragon. Yeah, I think you're right about dragon. Yeah. Aren't they kind yeah. of the same? No. What? A oh, dragon God. and a dinosaur? No. Yeah, they're kind of the same. No. <laughs> I like upsetting Matt over the dumbest things. I know. <laughs> He's like, no, no. A dragon is a mythological creature and a dinosaur roam the earth. <laughs> exactly. You know. Yeah, they're different. Matt, you remember your tree fact in the eco-sexual episode, the trivia that we of had course. about trees? Okay, well, it's guys, It's my favorite go, tree fact. Go back yes, and listen. Matt is a favorite tree fact. I just have to tell you, I've recounted that tree fact to other people. and Re- oh, Excellent. I'm nope. glad to... Sp- to spread the knowledge. So it's great, but you would think people would be like, that's really cool. Everyone I've told has been like, no fucking way. There's no way. And they get mad at me. And I tell right. them to look it up. Totally. <laughs> yeah. right, because the idea of a, of a tree like not decomposing is weird. It's just a f- alien thing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, anyway. so you're yeah. saying love aliens it. were responsible. <laughs> yes. Aliens made trees and dinosaurs. Matt, I just want you to know that Don't I just checked it. and uh, there are now, I don't know if they're brand new, but I want you to know there are dinosaur emojis. It looks like there's a Thank T-Rex God. and a Brontosaurus. 
Thank you for checking. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Excellent. I I wanted you to be able to send dinosaur emojis later today. I I haven't been sleeping well, and now I think think I'm going to be able to get there. All right, Jen, I have an important question for you. What? Bristler versus Ultima Online Forever. Ooh. If I can meet a blacksmith, a farmer, and a lumberjack all in one place, I'm going to have to go with Ultima Online Forever. <laughs> also, Ultima Online Forever doesn't sound like the name of a game. It just sounds like like a like a profession. Not a profession, like a like like a chant or you know what I mean? Ultima it sounds like Online a proclamation. Forever. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. That's the word I'm looking for, and I could not remember English. I was trying to say profess. It kind of is. Yeah, it kind it's of a is because it's like Alyssa was saying, like everyone loved the original Ultima Online, and as the game changed, people wanted to go back to the original. So it was like we forever we need the Ultima original Online version. I think that's kind of what it is. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. All right, guys, <laughs> what should they share with us, our dear listeners? I want to know if you had a guildmaster name. What would it be? Or if you're in a multiplayer game, what is your name? I want to, I, I really, really, I'm serious. I want to develop a good name for myself and I need some more examples. But we have a better you question than that. You weren't happy with your what own sunflower it, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not good. I feel like people wouldn't take me seriously. I'd get knocked off as soon as I got in that game. Don't <laughs> well, you think people, so? Well, people might be like, this is a basic bitch and you would have to prove yourself by slaying dragons. Oh, all right. I'm down to prove people wrong. Yeah, there you go. Fight the stereotypes, okay. just like Grandma Guildmaster. All right, y'all, we want you to keep in touch with us, as always. So a few ways to do that. You can tweet at us. I'm at June Bugger. I'm at Allie Gold. You can email us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. You can also call us and leave us a voicemail. That number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. You can chat with us in our Discord. It's basically just like, it's a chat room app. You remember? You know, it really actually takes me back to like the the AOL chat room days, I have to say. Uh, But anyway, you can only get there with this URL. You can't Google and search for it. So it's discord.gg slash 2G1P. And if you want to make a contribution to this here podcast, we would be so honored uh, to do that to help us keep going from week to week. Uh, You can go to patreon.com slash 2G1P. All right, y'all. Get gaming. Get with your guilds. Be in touch with us. And we will be in touch with you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Jen, don't hate yourself. Don't hate yourself. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. That's true. Signing off. Sunflower Duck Face. See ya. Numbers One Podcast is hosted by Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Damula and pulled like a new pull. I mean, edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Additional editing for this episode by Logan Yuri. Production assistance is provided by thepodglomerates.com. Give us your chats on Discord. Discord.gg slash 2G1P. Give us your money on Patreon. Patreon.com slash 2G1P. Your support means the world to us and helps to make this show better. Thanks. Great news. You can listen to new episodes of Two Girls, One Podcast one week early. What is this sorcery? Just download the free TuneIn app and fire up Two Two Girls, Girls, One Podcast to get fresh episodes one week before your loser friends. (laughs) Your friends are so lame for being one week behind. I know, right? Wait. 
What's the catch? There's no catch. Tune in lets you listen to awesome podcasts. Like ours. One week before anywhere else. Absolutely free. Whoa, dude. The next episode of the show is probably already there. Yo, this is some freaky time traveling shit. I'm going to listen to next week's show so I can find out what we're going to say. Technology is weird. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe. Well, how do I sound right? I gotta sound a little older, I think. Okay, is this Mm -hmm. is this working for you? I like it, Grandma. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay.